Big news from the Supreme Court this week. The prohibition on sports betting has been struck down, so it could possibly be legalized in many states. And on a completely separate note, neither Dave or Bagman are here. They are covering hockey in Vegas. Live from a city in Southern California, this is the Informal Program. Here's Daniel West. All right, we have a problem here on the show. We got a, we got a major problem with these MLS power rankings. We didn't factor in midweek games, so now we got a situation where I don't remember what I said last week. Do you remember? I think you had uh, Atlanta, Kansas City, um, and who cares? No, Atlanta, New York City, Kansas City, and I think you had Columbus. Right, so that was last week. And then this week, we're going to get to them because we need to. But before that, let me introduce a special guest with us for the first time in the history of the program. This program, at least, she's been around for a long time. Years, in fact. Most of her most of her life. We used to call her Baby the Intern. She has grown up to become Kid the Intern. Joining us for the first time on the show, filling in for Dave, who is in Vegas. How you doing, Kid? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Anything you want to say, sports-wise, otherwise? I know you have opinions on LeBron James. This is probably even more so than Bagman. Yeah, she makes Bagman seem reasonable with her LeBron James criticism. So, so what's with you and LeBron? You think he should, uh... Sit down. Sit down. Be humble. Okay, that's what I thought. So here's the problem we have with this power rankings thing. We did not factor in midweek games. So on Wednesday, you had Kansas City, who was number three in our rankings, take on Atlanta, who was number one. That was a win for Kansas City. And then we turned around, Atlanta played again, Kansas City didn't, blah, blah, blah. So we have this problem. So we sat down in a room before the show started. We got 12 people together in a room, and we actually discussed these rankings because it's become a serious thing around here, like in the office, in the studios, people, what, what are the power rankings like? And then I, I went to the LAFC New York City game. I got to see them play. So now we have moles across the country. Different affiliates have gotten involved. We had a big phone conference earlier, and they are taking this seriously. So instead of just saying the rankings here, because that just seems to be a little lame, we actually, can you start the, the music there? Thank you. We're going to unveil them much like the college football playoff does the rankings here. So, John, how do you want to do this? You want to do it? No, I want you to do it, but, but I'll, I'll chime in. Okay. So we're going to start at the top with number one. Do we have the graphics? Someone produced graphics for this, which, is, I mean, these are beautiful graphics. This, these rival the ESPN graphics. The only problem is no one's going to see them. But can we unveil number one? Okay, so at the top is Atlanta. Atlanta United, leaders of the Supporters' Shield and the Eastern Conference at number one. Kind of the Alabama of our rankings. They haven't played anyone, and yet still, they're number one. Uh, uh, we're going to reveal number two? That's how they do it on the show. Okay. Let's see. Can we reveal number two? And at number two, it's New York City FC. So despite the draw against Los Angeles... They sit at number two in the rankings. All right, so three and four, these are the real tough spots. I think we're going to show you number three, and then we'll give you our uh, considerations for four through six. Is that how we're going to do it? Yes. Okay. So can we see number three? Number three, Sporting Kansas City. Leaders of the Western Conference had a big win against Atlanta, but they're at number three. 
This really is like the, the, the BCS. I don't understand how Atlanta is at number one, New York City is at number two, when uh, Kansas City just went into Atlanta and beat them. All right, we'll get to that more in a second. So now let's see the potentials for the fourth and final spot here in the Association Football Playoff. That's the name we gave it. Uh, okay. Uh, Dallas, New York Red Bulls, and LAFC are the teams being considered for them. You see the records there on the screen. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to show you number four, and then we're going to pan out and show you five and six. So at number four, the New York Red Bulls at number four, and then five LAFC and six FC Dallas. So those are the top four there. Atlanta, New York, Sporting Kansas City, and the New York Red Bulls in the top four. LAFC at five, and FC Dallas at six are the first two out. John, your thoughts? I have a serious problem with these rankings. Let me start with number one. Atlanta United plays all their games at home. They do not travel, and they're sitting at number one because, oh, they're fun to watch. I saw them play Chicago. They didn't beat them easily. I'm going to go to number three. I have a problem with this, too. Kansas City is leading the Western Conference. They have an excellent goal differential. They win on the road, and they beat Atlanta. I don't care whether it was a 10-man Atlanta, a 5-man Atlanta, a 13-man Atlanta. They are number two. Give the Western Conference some love. New York City at two. That is absolutely ridiculous, okay? I have a problem with that. And New York Red Bulls, get out of here. LAFC play their first four games on the road. Uh, Dallas is undefeated in the league, never lost, except for one game. LeVar Ball, better than them. Um, they're six. That is absolutely ridiculous. One, you've turned into Dick Vitale. Second, there's steam coming out of your head. There's actual steam. Man, I, this fires me up, man. I got to tell you. Okay, so we're going to bring in now live from uh, a casino in Las Vegas, the chairman of the Association Football Playoff, Bagman, joining us. Bagman, thank you for joining us. Uh, pleasure to be here. Okay, please explain the rankings. John has a serious problem with one, two, and three, and four. Well, I'm going to start with Atlanta. We, we looked at the full body of work. The full body of work is Atlanta United, overall, by our eye test, is the best team in the league. They have a great counterattack. They play disciplined football. They are a fantastic team to watch. We, we turned on the tape. Watch some of those games. Watch what they did to Los Angeles FC. For, first of all, if I may say to, to John, we looked at head-to-head -head matchups. Well, then why did you put Atlanta behind, uh, excuse me, why did you put Kansas City behind Atlanta? We looked at the full body of work. We didn't just look at head-to-head. -head. If you want to take head-to-head -head into that. Excuse me, Bagman. Calm down. You are the chairman. You don't need to yell at people. All right. Is that better? Am I composed? Hello. Should I put on a suit? Why aren't you wearing a suit? Well, uh, I, I just jumped in the pool. Okay. Why did we send you to Vegas to cover? The, what? First of all, excuse me, Bagman. What does this have to do with the Vegas Golden Knights? Well, they're not here yet, so I thought I'd, I'd celebrate. Uh, yeah. Okay. So they're not going to be here for a few days. So you decided to, to spend some time in Vegas. That's right. So, okay. Can you at least put on a shirt, though? Oh. All right. Hold on. Just a minute. Is that better? Much better. Okay, thank you. You like it's a fake tuck. Do you like that? I do. Okay. As I was saying, we looked at the full body of work. We took in head to head, but we looked at the full body of work. Atlanta is the best team in the league. They beat LAFC 5-0, who's a quality opponent. You watched that game. That was a big win for them. I'm gonna tell you why New York City is at number two. I, I understand John's concern. I, I understand what he's saying. But 
Head-to-head, first game of the season, New York City went into Kansas City and beat them. And that is a quality win for New York City, and that's why they're ahead of Kansas City. As for Red Bulls at number four, they beat New York City. 4-0 at home, we think that's a quality win. Okay, I do have a question, though. Uh, LAFC at five, FC Dallas at six. LAFC won their first four games, uh, excuse me, four of their first six games on the road. And yet they're behind uh, four teams in these rankings. Can you explain why? All right, well, first of all, I'm going to explain. Uh, LAFC, the loss to Atlanta did hurt them. We did take into account the four wins, but they don't have a real quality win on their schedule. Seattle has not been very good this season. Montreal is a little bit under under underperforming this season. I don't know why I said that three times. And and that's why. FC Dallas, we were going to consider putting the Columbus crew in there. You Eastern Conference. Oh, for crying out loud. You guys are biased. You did not need to throw your pen, Beanie. Just sit down, please. Calm down, first of all, and sit down, please. Sit down. Sit down. Be humble. It's rigged. Get out of here. Finish. Thank you. Uh, do I do I need to take more of his 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 yellings and mumblings at me? No. All right. You gonna finish? Yes, I'm gonna finish. Okay. So FG Dallas has one loss all season, and that that was big in the rankings. So that I hope that explains what our our criteria here, but we understand the the concerns with it. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Bagman. We may be back with you in a minute. No, before you go, actually, Bagman. Uh, this whole gambling thing. What do you have to say? Uh, I, I, I've, I've heard various reports whether or not uh, teams or, or, excuse me, leagues are happy about this or whatnot. But uh, what it all comes down to is the almighty dollar, and they're going to be happy. Uh, I, I have a statement here I'm going to play from uh, the NFL about this uh, and the NCAA. They both released a joint statement, which uh, reads in part. Money! Okay. Thank you, Bagman. Okay. John, are you you good? I cannot believe this, man. I cannot I cannot believe this. It doesn't matter whether it is soccer or football. The South gets everything they want. I, how is Atlanta one? Because they have like stripy uniforms. This is ridiculous. Okay, while John calms down, we're gonna move ahead to the NBA. This this should make kid the intern very happy. What happened over the weekend? Because LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Got roasted. Ooh, nice. Yeah, you're you're happy about this. <laughs> did you did you watch any of the game? No. You just you just you just you got the headlines. Yeah. 108-83 Boston wins over Cleveland. The Celtics lead the Eastern Conference final. What is it now? The Eastern Final? They changed the name of it right under our nose. It used to be the Eastern Conference Final, now it's the Eastern Final. Soccer is getting slowly more and more European. Excuse me. That didn't make any sense. That was a that, that's a penalty. I know the, the sentient sports guy, excuse me, we're having a contract dispute with him, but I, man, I, gotta, I almost want to penalize myself for that. Talk about golf for five minutes uh, here. Well, I mean, the Players' Championship was this weekend. It was, but that's not the point. Celtics, what was the score of that game? 108-83, thank you. Here's what I'm going to say about the Celtics. Terry Rozier is great. Jalen Brown has been great, but there are a couple pieces away. I think if they get a, a, a starting point guard now, Terry Rozier has been great. I'm not. Whoa, 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 whoa! You tell me Terry Rozier is not a starting point guard? I'm saying if they get a point guard better than Terry Rozier, if they get a guy who can assist, who can score, I just don't think you can rely on Jason Tatum 
to be your leading scorer. It's worked this far. It's worked this far. Whoa, 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 whoa. It has. But what I'm saying is going forward in the future, he's going to develop as a player. But I think in the next couple of years, if you want to be really good in this league, you're going to have to get just a number one reliable scorer, a guy that can drop 26 a night, a guy that's just going to take over in the playoffs. Preferably a guy who's won a championship, maybe. I don't know where you can get a guy like that, but somebody, if you can make a deal, if you can make a trade, if you can get a former champion to come in, be kind of a veteran presence on that team. Al Horford is great, but a guy like that, I think then then we're talking about possibly Warriors East. So I think you get a, a number one score, a guy with a great, great handle, preferably, because I think a lot of that was isolation ball. If you can get a guy who can play that really well, That'll be good. And I think another another score, another guy who's just out there who's just going to score all over the court. Those are two moves I'd make in the offseason if I'm the Celtics. I get a, a point guard. Terry Rozier's great, but I want someone who's going to be playing the majority of the minutes, and then Terry Rozier comes off the bench if he's not getting paid by another team, you know, if he doesn't go to the Magic and get paid to you know win five games. And then another score. A shooting guard, forward, you know. Someone like Gordon Hayward. That's what I'm thinking of. Someone like Gordon Hayward. And I think we're talking. I, th- I think if they do that, then we're talking about a team that can just go out there and win the East. What they're doing now is crazy, but wait till they make some moves in the offseason. I don't know if I'm, I'm crazy for saying that or not, but that, that's just my opinion. And LeBron, what happened to him? What happened to the Cavs? They got exposed, fam. They got exposed. This is the informal program. I'm Daniel, the host. Kid, the intern with us. John, throwing something because he's upset about those power rankings. We'll be back on the show right after this. You're listening to the informal program. I'm here today to talk about the true beacon of American society. One of the true greats, the Michael Jordan of the American roadway, that would be exit signs all across the highway. They get you from point A to point B. They tell you where to go. And exit signs really are the foundation of the American roadway system and a proud sponsor of the informal program. Anytime you're on the highway, you're driving down, you don't know where you're going, exit signs help you get there. For more information, just hop on your local freeway, look over to your right-hand side, and you'll see their work all across America. want to thank them. We really appreciate what they've done. We really do. Show also spot. Yeah, excuse me. Can't blame Dave for that one. That was just me. Show also brought to you by bowling balls. If you are a avid bowler and you need something bigger than a baseball or a softball to get down the lane, bowling balls are your answer. Go pick up a bowling ball today and watch your game transform. And now live from an unnamed casino in Vegas, it's the Bagman News Report. And now live from <clears throat> studios, it's the Bagman News Report. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. As you can hear behind me, it's the sound of luck, of odds. But let me tell you about something that is not luck. That is not, that are not odds. Is not. I've covered both of my grounds, grammar people. Stay back. Now, the NBA draft lottery is tonight, but it does not involve luck. It is a pre-stage event that is designed this year for the Phoenix Suns to win. The Phoenix Suns are going to get the number one pick in the draft lottery. Do you think the NBA wants DeAndre Ayton going to Memphis? Do you think they want him going to Detroit? 
Or do you think they want the, you know, excuse me, I messed that up. Do you think they want him going to a basketball city that's fallen on hard times? I say the answer is C. The Phoenix Suns will win. Back to the show. Ah, more nuance from Bagman. The draft lottery's rigged. Okay. Welcome back to the show. And why was the mic why were the mics on here? I heard kid laughing in the background there. What is so funny? What's so funny, kid? Him. Agreed. But don't tell him that. Back here on the informal program. Let's give an update to Alex Bowman. All right. This uh, update brought to you by Traffic Signs. Proud sponsor of the show. All across America's roadways helping you find your exit. Traffic exit signs. A part of America and our roadways. They have a, they a better tagline than the one they sent us. I mean, really. Alex Bowman. We mentioned him in show number seven. He was the driver who took over for Dale Earnhardt Jr., and we talked about him because even if you're not a NASCAR fan, there's just a question that people are curious about in, in motorsports. Is it the car? Is it the driver? I think another guy that, that, that'll be interesting to look at is Matt Kenseth. And I think there it's the car. Because Matt Kenseth is a two-time champion, and he was, he was a snail out there in Kansas. So Alex Bowman is right on the cusp of the top 16 of uh, being one of the drivers who contends for championship at the end of the season. So... Maybe it's the driver. I mean, but he wouldn't have done that if he were in inferior equipment, that's for sure. So Alex Bowman, it's I think I think we're going to say it's the car. I think over the course of the season between Matt Kenseth and Alex Bowman, it's the car. So he's one of our favorites. He's he's the uh, the Kendrick Lamar of of NASCAR for us. Two words rarely said in the same sentence together. Speaking of sponsors on the show, I do want to pay off something that happened last week. We're in the process of doing this show, which, contrary to popular belief, is uh, highly improvised. You would think that's the well-produced show and everything is nearly scripted out. That is not the case. We, at some times, or if you can hear my papers rustling in the background, thank you for that, John. You weren't supposed to tell him. I was, like, sneaking behind you with a note card. Well, I mean, it was obvious. It sounded like you were ra- uh, unwrapping a gift down there. Yeah, well, I was kind of loud. Okay, so I have the paper here. But, as you just heard, as someone shuffled a paper, like, into my foot... This show is very, well, loosely produced. What? Yeah, I know. That is, you're shocked. Talk about shocking. And in the process, in our haste last week to procure a sponsor, which we did not have, thanks to uh, our sponsor bailing on us at the last minute, we started to improvise, which we do occasionally on the show. There's a, a tree outside our window, and Dave started pointing at it. There was a squirrel out there, and I said, all right, it was a show sponsored by squirrels, sponsored by Friends of Squirrels. We didn't think anything of it. We also made a joke about the website for Friends of Squirrels, you know, being illegitimate, stuff like that. Immediately after the show, I go in the back, and Dave is laughing uncontrollably. I'm like, what's going on? He's pointing to his computer. Sure enough, there is a website called friendsofsquirrels.org. This is no joke. This is no joke. What? Yeah, this is a real website called friendsofsquirrels.org. It's run by a guy. Do we have the guy's name? That would help. It's like Bill Peterson or something. Do we have his name? No. Thank you. That's the correct answer for that. Don't Bill Peterson. I don't know who he is. If we find his name, look up his name, John. We need to look up the the Friends of Squirrels guy. Anyway, there's a guy who legitimately has an organization that helps out squirrels. He lives somewhere in the Pacific Northwest at F.O. Squirrels on Twitter. We reached out to him. We haven't heard back. He, he doesn't check his social media a lot. 
But unintentionally, I guess we gave them some advertising. If anyone listens to the show, it's not a it's not a company. It's a it's a dot org, so it's an organization. Why are you looking at me like that? I had is that what the org is for? Yes, you didn't know that. No, I thought it was for like they ran out of dot coms. No, if it's no, no, if it's dot com, it's a it's commercial. And if it's dot org, it's an organization. And if you don't know. I have no idea. So org. It's a legitimate website. It will not give you your credit card information. Go check them out, I guess. I mean, we, we gave them free, free press, so I guess. I mean, I like squirrels. Why not? As we wrap up the show, will you stop just like, it, okay, you know what? I'm going to introduce the rule, John. If you're going to send me something, can we do it through, like, Messenger or something? Because I can't have you rustling over here, shuffling papers and sounding like, you know, you're, it's Christmas morning, really. Or maybe Kid can send them because she'll, she'll be quieter. I don't even know if we can hear Kid. Another thing you didn't realize on the show, we only have one microphone. What? Which explains, pipe down, Stephen A. Smith, which explains why John is yelling off in the distance and Kid's back there and Dave's shouting. That's because we only have one microphone. Are you just going to play that every time you find out something new? Yeah. All right. That's cool. Okay. So as I was saying, we're going to get to the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. We're in the Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals. The Washington Capitals... They said, what What curse? You can't get past the second round. Oh, watch us get past the third round. Just annihilating. Annihilating the Tampa Bay Lightning. I don't want to talk about that series, though. I have not seen the Lightning play. And at this rate, I don't think I will see them play. By the time I get to a TV, they'll be gone. <laughs> but I do want to talk about this Winnipeg Jets series, Vegas Golden Knights series. One, because many, many episodes ago, Fourth episode of the show when we were talking about the Cleveland Cavaliers and Daryl Dunn came by, the Rose Bowl CEO, interviewed him. In that episode, I mentioned like, hey, it would be weird if these two teams, though they were leading their divisions. I said, that would be crazy. This is a weird thing to happen. One moved to their current city 2011. One was a pipe dream two years ago. This is a fun series, not just because of the history or lack of history, which is kind of fun, but because of the hype. Winnipeg apparently invented the whiteout. I thought it was Penn State, but it's actually it it it's Winnipeg, Manitoba. They invented the whiteout. For crying out loud. We're going to do this every time? Yeah, every time you say something I don't know. All right then. 2 plus 2 equals 4. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, hey, hey. Gotcha. Okay. All right, I resigned. It's over. You know what? I'm going to give this to myself right here, okay? Sit down. Sit down. Be humble. I'm done, man. You, you, you do the show, man. I'm done. I take the L here. Nah, ain't no positives and no L's. I'm done. All right. And with that, John Beanie has been eliminated from the rap battle. You know what? I should have given you the other one. We should do that again. No, I, I, I've been humiliated enough. All right, very well. Yeah, go sit down with the... Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. All right, all right. You can drop the mic, but don't really because we only have one. And that's how a joke comes full circle, ladies and gentlemen. Quality radio.
Now the Winnipeg Jets, after five minutes of the, the comedy special. Loosely. I don't know if anyone thought that was funny. Kids laughing. She thought it was funny. All right. So, the hype. Vegas, Winnipeg. Winnipeg apparently invented the whiteout. Who knew? Did not play that. They don't just do a whiteout. Like, if you go to Penn State, they wear white. No. Winnipeg, someone said it's a mix of Halloween because it's, it's well, I don't know what was a mix of. I forgot the other thing. But Mardi Gras on Halloween? I think that was it. Yeah. Seems kind of redundant. Uh, because they don't just show up wearing white. You have people dressed. Uh, someone was dressed up like a bride or something. They paint their faces. There's a guy with a mohawk. Like, everyone's wearing white. And it's not just like, oh, let's wear a white jersey. It's like, no, let's paint ourselves. Let's dress up as a Yeti. It's a whole event. So Vegas goes into this for game one. And if the, the fans wearing white and screaming and waving towels, if that weren't enough, this is something I've never seen before in all my years of watching sports. They got so hyped in Winnipeg for game one. They had a Royal Air Force flyover. Now, if you're an American, you watch the Super Bowl, maybe you watch, you know, the Indy 500 or NASCAR or a big college football game, you're like, eh, okay. No, no, no. Let me say that again. They got so hyped for game one, they had a Royal Air Force flyover. Let me tell you what sport this is. This is hockey. They're indoors. They flew over an arena. That's how hyped Winnipeg got for the Stanley Cup Western Conference Finals. They had a flyover that no one saw inside of the arena. Let me ju I'm just going to leave that there. I know we said we'd be your official home for hockey, and then we haven't talked hockey in five weeks, so we're just like ESPN. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was a, that was a cheap shot. Totally uncalled for. Totally. Yeah, it was. You're right, Larry Mack. I'm sorry. Was it, though? Was it really? I mean, come on. I'm just going to leave that there. That will be our hockey coverage until the Stanley Cup final starts. You want to know how much they like hockey in Canada? They had a flyover over a 15,000-seat arena. Now, granted, there were people in the town square who saw the flyover. But the Royal Air Force of Canada flew over an enclosed hockey arena. If that doesn't tell you how hyped they are on Winnipeg, I don't know what does. Last few minutes to show anything we have to get to. Yeah, just, just give me the papers. Just shuffle them into my hands here. What else, what else do we need here? Um, quickly, real quickly, it's time for one of our favorite segments of the show. That's a terrible idea. Brought to you today by Bowling Balls. If you're a bowling expert and you want to get better, you need Bowling Balls in your life. Bowling Balls, official sponsor of the informal program. This week, this is an idea that just kind of came. It just kind of came to me. The NFL season, we don't talk much NFL in the offseason, but this is, this is a different issue. Here's a question I have, an idea I'd like to propose. I want someone to shoot this down because I really would like to see the downsides of this. They're talking about let's eliminate kickoffs. Let's do all that. All right, let's do that. What if you start the game off with a punt? Why not? What, what's the worst thing that could happen? You could have a fake punt. You could have a legitimate punt. You could punt it out of bounds. You could. How much fun would that be? 
Is that a good idea? That's a terrible idea. All right, I tried. That's it for the informal program for Kid the Intern and John Beanie. I'm Daniel West. We'll see you next week. Bye. All right, another edition in the books of what we hope was quality radio. What did we get to in the show we didn't want to? John hands me more notes that I really don't need. I think that was kind of it, wasn't it? That really was it. Okay, yeah, John's saying something in my ear. For once, he's not yelling on the air. He's saying something in my ear. I'm sorry, I offended. Apparently, we put this out on Instagram, too, and, and people are offended, and the, the, the magical inbox is getting flooded. Can't take any more letters because New York Islanders fans are very upset that I said it was easier for them to win four Stanley Cups than it was for the Vegas Golden Knights to make a deep playoff run. I stand by what I said. I didn't see them have to travel to San Jose. I didn't have to see them beat the Kings. Show me those highlights, and I will admit that what New York did was better. Okay? Draft lottery tonight. Clippers. Phoenix Suns. We'll see you next week. Bye.